What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Cece, with Where Begins Magazine, and my co-host is out today, but we do have a special guest, and I'm going to let her introduce herself for who she is, what she does, and where she's from. Hello, everybody. My name is Denise Carson. I am a purpose nerd, what I call myself, which means that I chase purpose, not paper. I connect to why I'm on earth, and that's my only mission to move forth. So I, I deal with everyday uh, things and everyday heartbreaks and everyday triumphs and everyday applauses. I always remember why I'm on earth. So my name is Denise Carson. I'm a purpose nerd. I'm an author, speaker, and producer, and, I, and, and it's just an entity of what I have to do on earth in order to get the Done. All right. Okay. All right. Well, what is your purpose? What is your definition of, you know, what your purpose is? I believe that purpose is a being, not a quite quite a talent. I believe that passion is talent, purpose is a being. So when uh, people ask me what my purpose is, I believe that it has the power of having people through the cocoon, which is the power of darkness. How dark I went when I lost my mom and my grandmother created some scenarios and relationships and outcomes in my life that I realized was due to me being in the cocoon. But if I knew what darkness do to people, which is grow wings and grow trees and grow flowers and grow human beings, I would have never used misused darkness. I would have used it for its benefit because darkness is meant to build. So I truly believe that my purpose on earth is to help people understand the cocoon while they're in it so they won't be fearful to gain their wings. Okay. Do you offer certain programs or anything? What do you offer to people to help them to, you know, to find their purpose and to help them in their life lessons? I actually uh, took the route of what I already do for a living, which is entertainment. So I created my own show where I was obedient to um, obedient to birth the show, Transformational Experience, which is a transformational experience of my light versus shadow. And I have an immersive interview where I have my shadow, which is my dark side, on the LED screen all around the theater. And I have my light self um, in person and all white who is talking to me because your biggest challenge is yourself. And once you overcome the power of yourself, nobody else have power over you. So it allows you to be a different type of being versus the being you was boxed in to be. Um, so I usually, I, don't, I didn't go the route of life coaches and pastors, and, and I didn't go that route. I went to the dark people and I went to where they were because I say that the, the, the healed people don't need the doctor, the sick people do. And unfortunately, they're not coming to us. We got to go to them. So I took my gift to the world in the sense of making it more of a secular thing. Where people felt more connected to me versus just a, a tangible piece of ego who was trying to put out this perfect facade. But I'm very well imperfect. I just know that God has my back. And in the midst of God having my back, it gives me the power of grace and mercy. So I just, right now, I, I just really let people meet me personally, which is you can meet me on, on my shows, The Transformational Experience, because I do take that out on tour. It will be coming back next year, January 14th, because I wanted people to have a, a personal experience for me. I'm not here for your money. I'm here for your healing. And I heal publicly in, in, in hopes to teach others what to start properly. Oh, awesome. Amen. Amen to that. Ooh, that's, a lot. that's a lot. But I want to get into your book. I'm a bookworm. So let's talk about your book and the motivation behind it. 
Um, my book, Confront Your Shadow, is uh, actually a book that was birthed in darkness. When I read it, I was scared to read it for uh, years, believe it or not. And my mentor says, you know, it's a, the thing about Arthur's is that they write books to sell. They don't write books to feel good. So if you wrote your book to heal, you would have a different effect on worrying about how many outcomes and, and, and people that it get to. So I, I transitioned myself and I, wrote, and I wrote a book in darkness and I asked myself questions in darkness that would help me recognize my light. Some questions like, who are you? Questions like, what uh, triggers you? Questions like, who is your dark side? Questions like, what do you want out of life? What do you want out of your relationships? And I birthed birthed myself questioning myself in an authentic form, and I put it in a book. And I basically call it like a personal journal, uh, if you want to uh, tell the truth. But when people read it, they tell me that it felt like it was them, because I would start off speaking about how I was numb due to dealing with financial situations, or how I kept going through toxic relationships relationships and I didn't understand or feel worthy of love. So my book is just basically birthed in a dark place that helps other, other people get through their darkness because it's called confront your shadow. And the only way you can confront your darkness is to look yourself in the mirror. So I had to look in the mirror in my own book and realize that half the things that are holding me back is inside of me. So my book is a full, it's, it's like a self-help book, but it's full of questions that you should ask yourself so you can understand what you desire in life. Things like what are your affirmations? Things like what are your triggers? Things like what is holding you back? And all of these questions are chapters in the book. So when you read it, you, you think more like you, like, dang, what are my triggers? What is holding me back? What am I afraid of? Why do I keep attracting toxic relationships? Why do I feel like I'm not worthy of this? And once you see that half the reason why it's not showing up in, in your universe, is because of something you're doing, you tend to change your mind, transform your mind so you can transform your reality. But it all starts with you. There's a power in checking yourself. I love that. I love that. Well, where can we get the book at? You can get the book on all platforms by the grace of God. My book is on Barnes and Noble platforms. Uh, if you go to Amazon, of course, <laughs> well, people, many, many people birthday books. It is at Amazon. I do have it at a couple of bookstores, but it's down in Atlanta, Georgia, where you can get the tangible um, book itself. It's called Goodreads Books. I also have my book online in Borders, Walmart.com. So if you put in the title, Confront Your Shadow by Denise Parson, I am blessed to be on many platforms that you can find me digitally. But if you want the paperback, you will have have to go through different type of outcomes like I think Amazon has the paperback and I'm pretty sure Walmart has the paperback but many people are delivering the ebook version but there is a paperback so you can touch it and feel it okay awesome I'm gonna have to check it out because I'm a bookworm and I love to you know I like positivity books and self-help books because I want to yes. keep keep that with the, you know with everything going on in the world I want to keep that mindset so yes ma'am but can we talk about your um, film that you're working on or no? Well, I actually am a television producer by work. So when I say that I work television or I'm producing something, I was currently just on a History Channel show where it was um, it was a show about different type of transitionings of the cars. But what I do for myself is usually just uh, it's just I call it the investor for my purpose, which is they, they basically pay for me to do my show. <laughs> And they may print my books and publish my stuff. It's the investment for my purpose. But I am um on for a real time as a career a television producer who's been who's been graced to do this over 14 years. So I do have the liability of being on film sets and television shows and uh documentaries by the grace of God. And it's like, hey, now that I know I'd use use the same tools for myself. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. So what can we look for um within the next couple of years? What are some of your goals you want to accomplish? 
Within the next couple of years, I do plan on being a full-time author and speaker. Um, usually when they say you place the vision and make it plain, you kind of see yourself where you're going to be. It's your job to be obedient and have faith to get there. So I do see myself kind of like traveling a little bit more to get the message out to people. Um, my show will go on tour different cities where it's already been negotiated, where promoters are asking for it. It's a pretty good show by the grace of God. So I do plan um, next year to take, next two years to take it to different types of cities so other people can experience the experience um, because it's not for me to hold in for myself is to get out there to the world as much as possible. I do have another book um, in words called Mental Detox where I don't rush my books to be released. I kind of like write them, feel them, live them, and then I release it because I always have to demonstrate what I teach. So over the next couple of years, I'm just going to be moving more into my purpose, but just expanding it in a little bit more of through courage and faith versus fear. Um, so I do plan to do much, much more with the vision of helping people through the cocoon and being very more tangible to people without the fear of being judged and just knowing that this is something that I'm obedient to do with the mission. Okay. All right. So what are some of the states that you plan on going to? Oh, you don't know yet. Um, the first state up is actually Washington, D.C. Um, after I get done with Washington, I do plan to go to Texas. Those are the first two states that the theaters are being talked to and all of that nature. I know that I do have to bring it back to the South and go to Florida eventually, but I didn't quite feel Florida yet. Um, the, but the first state that is up will be Washington, D.C. And then you will go to Houston, Texas, and then I go to Dallas, Texas. So Texas actually has two shows because I have a little bit of following out there. And then after I get done with Texas, by the grace of God, it will be New York, then California. California. Awesome. Awesome. And DC, that's the hometown. So I know. Yeah, yeah, I love DC. I tell people DC got my heart. That's why they got it up first. <laughs> that's why they get it so I'm, from I'm from there, but I, I'm here in Atlanta, though. But oh, yeah. really? Oh, yes, Atlanta. Where is greater? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, it seems like you're doing a lot of good things in the world. Um, do you do anything for the youth? Yes, ma'am. I am actually, I work with a nonprofit organization over years, uh, many nonprofit organizations that work with kids. I will go in and mentor and or give them the power of what I gave the industry. Like say if they're doing theater, a stage production, or they want to learn how to play with television, I usually take my gift of learning what I learned in the entertainment world and bringing it out to the kids to show them that it is possible that you could be something outside of a rapper or, you know, a basketball player. Like if you want to use your creation and be creative, there are areas in finances that will help you do that. So I'm very, very in tune with the kids. I'm very well connected with the nonprofit organizations. Um, Go to school is very normally because if somebody would have caught me when I was a kid, when trauma actually starts, it wouldn't have been as powerful when I was an adult. So I have a strong heart for kids and stopping things in, in, at the beginning versus allowing them to, to soar to the end. So I work a lot with kids, you know, because that's when trauma starts is when you're young. And when you don't, since you don't have nobody to talk to, you grow up, you grow up as an adult and learn stuff that you didn't even know you had in you. <laughs> so I'm going to have a strong heart for kids. Awesome. That's a, well, what do you do on your free time? Because it seems like you have so many things that's going on, but what do you do on your free time? Do you have any hobbies? Um, if I, if I, I can say I rarely watch TV, but if I do watch TV, I find me a good series to binge watch. Um, 
because I make TV, so it's kind of hard to do that. But a hobby, if I had to be ver- perfectly honest with you, is literally walking apart and getting close to trees and nature and quieting the power of my mind. Anytime I can quiet my mind because I move so much and I have so much to do and I have so much to be available to for others, I like to be as still as possible. So I literally can sit in a room of darkness for a whole hour or so, and it's not because I'm depressed, it's because I want to recalibrate. Um, so my hobby is really being still. And I know it sounds weird, but, my, you know, I, I learned to be still versus move so much because my stillness is when I get to create. So my biggest hobby is something that allows my mind not to move. It can be something as simple as a massage or meditation or going to the park, but anything that doesn't require thinking. <laughs> if I have to be perfectly honest with you. <laughs> Drawing, painting. Uh, I love all of that stuff that makes time stop for me and I'm just present in the moment and I don't have to worry about anything else. Okay, all right. Well, that's good. That's good. Because I was like, woo, all the stuff that you got going on, you don't have time for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, that self-care is real. Self-care is real. <laughs> but because you do a lot of healing, what is three tips that you could give us right now to someone that you would, um, you know, just giving tips to someone that's going through the healing process? Um, I call it the three uh, stages of transformation. It's kind of like a racer on your mark, get set, go. So I actually have three stages of healing. If you look at a racer on your mark, they first stands, they kind of have their head down, they're, they're getting prepared for the race. And I say your first step is unlearning. Unlearning trust and belief. On your mark, get set, go. On your mark, you have to unlearn everything that you taught yourself as a kid, that you are not good enough, that you're not worthy of love, that you're always a failure, or whatever you taught yourself in the midst of darkness that your dark stuff had created. Many times in darkness, uh, it creates thoughts that live with us, thoughts that then this is always going to happen to you, or you will never be worthy of anything great. And those type of thoughts tend to linger longer than they're supposed to. So on the first step of healing, you have to unlearn that that is untrue. You have to learn that those are not true thoughts and you have to stand on your I am. Your I am, which is something as simple as I am powerful. I am abundant. I am prosperous. I am worthy. I am worth it. I am adored. And your I am shifts your dark, dark thinking, but you have to unlearn the things that you have lied to yourself about so many years. But that's the first step, which is unlearn. You have to unlearn all the lies you told yourself that is holding you back. On your mark. Um, I say on your mark, if you look at the racer, they head is down and they're humble. And you have to be in a humble position, in a willing position to check yourself. It takes a lot to know that you, it's part, half the things that's happened to you is your fault and your thoughts. Um, the second step of transformation is trust, which is if you pay attention to the uh, racer on your mark, get set. On the get set stance, the racer looks up and it has to trust itself to finish this race. It doesn't see the finish line. It doesn't see what is in front of it. It doesn't see your competitors. It just know that I'm about to run something, but I don't know where I'm going. So you have to trust the unknown source outside of yourself. Some, some sources are God, some sources are the universe, some sources are Buddha, but it is a higher power outside of yourself who has a plan for your life that you really don't have to do but maneuver in it. So once you unlearn all those things that you created to teach yourself on earth, you have to reattach to the intention of why you were made in the first place. Before you was placed in the womb, you had an intention whispered in your ear and God whispered something to you and said, hey, this is your mission on earth. Or God whispered, hey, this is what you're going to do on earth. And many times as we are living life, we... I tell people, if he was birthed to be a tomato, it's like a gardener putting a seed of a tomato in the ground and only to find out that it grew to be an onion because the tomato was too 
are. And I tell people that's who we are. It's easier to be an onion because we was we was hurt as a tomato or we was we went through pain as a tomato or we went through darkness as a tomato. But God is saying return to the tomato because that's who I intended you to be. So on your second stage, you have to trust yourself to return to yourself. And that is the hardest thing because sometimes it's easier to stay in the comfort zone that you created for yourself for safety, but it's not the intention of why you're on earth. So you have to trust yourself once you get the mission that you can fulfill the mission. The third step is go. I tell people on your mark, get set, go. Unlearn, trust, then believe. You can trust yourself to do something, but then you have to believe you can do it, which is totally different. I think the most powerful statement I just received today from an Uber driver, he said, Jesus didn't try to be the light. He said, I am the light. So you can believe, you can trust that you are the light, but once you believe it, and it's knowing your whole universe ship. It's kind of like this confidence that people call cocky, but it's not coming from a place of cockiness. It's coming from a place of confidence because you know this is what you're here to do. You know this is your mission. You know you're not perfect, so nobody can't give nothing against you. It's such a power in your I am that when you move forward then you'll go and you believe that you whatever you're going to set your mind to will happen you'll be surprised how the universe starts to apply to you and say oh we're going to make that happen but it's the difference between thinking it's going to happen and knowing it's going to happen you can trust something but to believe it it's like you can't change your mind about it. So you have to have this unwavering belief in yourself that is kind of delusional to tell you the truth because nobody is going to applaud you till you win. And the hardest thing in, in the belief stage, which is the third stage, which is go, you have to have such a, a strong foundation of faith. You have to have a strong foundation of boundaries. You have to have a strong foundation of I am and speaking up. And we wasn't taught that. We was taught to accept. We was taught to hold our head down. We was taught to make peace. We was taught to not do this. It might not look good. We was taught to protect our ego. But we are living in three different spirits, which is ego, shadow, self. I tell people your ego is the is the onion. Your shadow know you the tomato. And your self is sitting there like, I just can't wait till they return to the front. So... <laughs> You know, so it's um, it's it's weird, but it's a process of healing. It is not. I know nobody has ever healed. Transformation is an everyday evolutionary process. Once you once you locked out one area, it's going to be a whole nother area to unlock. You just got to be willing to unlock it. But the three steps of transformation, every area take the same step. You can't you can't be good in finances and not good in relationships. You can't be good in relationships but not good in your self care because it's mind, body, and spirit. So mind, body, and spirit, all three of them take the same level of transformational steps. But on your mark, get set, go. Once you pay attention to the racer, now you can think, trust, learn, trust, and believe, and that's how you get to your next next step in life. Woo, that was deep. You very empowering. Look, I was sitting here, all I could think of is, wow, she is, she is great at, you know, speaking, like doing women empowerment and things like that. When thank I'm you, listening to you. you, that's women empowerment. Well, it's empowering for everybody, but that's the first thing that came to mind, like, wow, she's deep. It's, it's, you know, and then you break it down into sections, like, Oh, that's deep. That's really deep. So, yeah. yeah. Thank, you. thank you. No, thank you. I need the words. <laughs> I'm sitting here all into it like, oh, wow. Yeah. Um, but I had another question for you. Um, what helped you heal? What helped you to actually, because you said you was in a toxic relationship, you had some trauma going on, you had all this stuff going on, but what helped you to start your healing process? I got fed up with repeating cycles that I knew was my fault. 
I was I was hanging out with the wrong crowd and I'm I'm picking up substances. I often tell people in darkness, I picked up the alcohol and I picked up the substance of the marijuana. And I knew what my thoughts was doing to me. And once you keep that, it's a very strong statement when it says that there's warning before destruction. We don't have a God who is a punisher. We have a God who is a teacher, but he's going to keep sending the lessons until you learn it. So I had to get to a breaking point of repeating some things that I knew I didn't deserve in my universe. And unfortunately, some of those things for people are death, termination, breakup, anything that causes you to go dark. You have to understand that was just supposed to be for a lesson. I wasn't supposed to stay there. So it took me about 14 years to uh, say yes to healing. I did have some tools and some teachers who would tell me, hey, Denise, you have the power or it's something inside of you. But it wasn't until I believed in my own power that it shifted. My healing started with me being fed up with myself. And that's why I'm so powerful with recognizing my dark side, because I had to have a full conversation with myself and my dark side and tell even myself that, hey, no, that's a lie. Or, no, that's the truth. Hey, that little girl ain't never going to be loved. Nah, nah, shadow, be quiet. Or that little girl ain't never going to be enough. Nah, shadow, be quiet. So I literally had to be bipolar. Um, to heal, and I had to willingly bipolar because I have everybody have two sides of them. So I had to willingly have a dark side and willingly have a light. And darkness can't drive out darkness; only light can. So I had to keep. It takes courage to be the light too. So I had to have courage to choose a positive outcome for my life versus the outcome that I convinced myself that I need because it wasn't intended for my life. I just became comfortable with it. So my healing really came from me. It was a breaking point in me. It wasn't anybody who came and, and called me out my name or made me feel bad. No, I just literally got tired of me. And I just knew that it was something bigger for me. And I wanted to figure out what that bigger was. So I started to study things and I started to study different philosophers. And I, I stepped outside of religion and I wanted to know God outside of what the religion has taught me. I want, I want to know this guy as a father. So I had to literally go back and unlearn everything I learned in the church and unlearn what pastors have told me, not, not beating down religion, but it is some things that held me back due to the belief that I believe I was in trouble for a lot of things when he was just trying to teach me. So if you feel like you are being condemned and the bad things that's going on in your life is, is on purpose, you tend to just stay there versus you knowing that versus me shifting it to say, oh, God's just trying to get my attention. What he's trying to say to me now versus oh, bad things always happen to me. If I say bad things always happen to me, then bad things are always going to happen to me. If I put out an energy of positivity, then positivity will land. So the only thing that really healed me is seeing the benefits of my healing. Once I saw me change and my mentality change, even my look, it was at one point that I love to wear hats. I love to wear baggy clothes. I love to do this. But now that disgusts me. So I gave myself grace because I'm like, oh, wow, the caterpillar shed it five times in a cocoon. So I'm thinking I'm going to be perfect on my first half of healing. And he said, God, like, oh, you got a lot more to work on. So I had to willingly be imperfect. I had to willingly be imperfect and give myself grace for my imperfections, but every day applaud myself for my growth. And that's how you keep making through healing. You know that you're imperfect, but you still got to applaud yourself for waking up on the days that you didn't feel like it. Because 10 years ago, you wouldn't even wake up out of bed. So you got to applaud yourself for getting out of bed because you, you know yourself and you know your own growth. So that's the most powerful thing you can do is know yourself. And once you know thyself, you don't beat yourself up like the world beats you up. You give yourself grace. So healing allowed me to give myself grace and it took courage to take that grace because it's easier to beat myself up versus take the courage to overcome the feeling. So I was fed up with myself, but I had to be perfectly honest with you. And I know I had a dark side that needed to be handled.
<laughs> when I say it, you deep, you deep. Um, but before we go into our fun fact questionnaire, um, can you tell everybody where they can follow you and where they can get your book and everything? Yes, ma'am. Um, Denise Carson on all platforms, Facebook. I'm not really on Twitter as much, but we'll see. Uh, and uh, Denise Carson 08 on TikTok. But my Instagram handle, which is I am most famous for, is because I go viral a lot on there, is Prosperous Hustler, which is basically hustling got me in the door, but humility kept me in it. Which So I had to, I couldn't, you know, I tell people it takes humility to, you know, move to the next level. So I call myself the Prosperous Hustler because I always believed in my prosperity, no matter what my um, bank account. Uh, look like. And my book is on the platforms, Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, Walmart, uh, Borders. If you go to any of them.com and you put in Confront Your Shadow by Denise Parson, you will see the book pop up. And it's very, I have it at a very low price due to the holidays. And I'm not doing it for money. I'm doing this for healing. So it's the people who need the book probably can't afford the book. And that's how I'm looking at it. So I'm like, there's no reason for me to do this to get rich when the goal is to make somebody else rich. Amen. 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 I love it. I love it. So we got deep. So now we're going to get the fun questions out of the way. <laughs> so, okay. So I always like to ask all my interviews this. I don't know why, but I get different answers. And it's like one of my favorite questions. So I'm going to go with it. So if you could change places with one person for one day, who would it be? And why did you choose that person? Um, Iyana Vincent. Okay. Uh, Zunt, the fixer is actually one person who gave me the wisdom to go forth to fix my own life. The reason why I would switch with her because she's the model of who I want to be on earth. So I would love to experience the life in front and front, front hand versus me looking at it, admiring it and saying, oh, I can do that. <laughs> so if I had to be very honest with you, it'd be a young Benzant who who made it made it her mission to fix people and perfectly very open and got the, the daggers thrown at her. But she still wake up and try to fulfill her mission to help people through and fix their lives. So I would literally change a day with her because I tend to want to do the same thing with my own purpose, which is I don't plan to be perfect. But if somebody come to me in darkness, I do I, I do have tools to share with them and help them through it. You got to be obedient to do that every single day and say I'm going to do that. All right. All right. All right. So the next question is my last question is um, if you were stuck on a deserted island. And you can only have three things. What three things would you have? A book. <laughs> no, no, no. Honestly, uh, if I have to re-answer that, it'd probably be pen so I can birth what's inside of me. Some water so I can survive. And for the third thing, I'm I'm stuck on the island. Let me be real. Would I bring my cell phone or can it come? No. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> I need to stay connected to the world, child. I can't be just out there on the streets being stranded. No, but for real. Huh? <laughs> a pencil, water, and probably and probably my cell phone. <laughs> okay. All right. Ain't nothing wrong with that at all. Hey. No, make you think. Stay connected to family and friends. You know, keep me sane. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, hey, you could get some internet. All right. Is there anything that you want to share before we get off? 
Um, no, I want to thank you for the opportunity. I know it took a minute for us to get linked up, so I thought that it was more a destined assignment than something that I had to just say, all right, girl, whenever. I was like, oh, we keep missing each other. That means we got to talk. Um, and that's how I felt about it. I'm like, oh, that means the conversation needs to be had. So thank you for your patience. And then I want to say thank you. Thank you for coming on my platform. And thanks for being here. You know, keep on empowering women. Keep on empowering everybody. Keep doing what you do because we all need that. We need that positivity. We need people to heal us. We need to hear those things that you're not as scared to say. So, you know, a lot of people are scared to actually talk about different things that's going on in their life. So definitely keep on your journey, you know. And you got a fan here, so I'll be following you because when you come to Atlanta, let me know. You know, and I, I have a woman's group. The show so. is in Atlanta first. The show is in Atlanta first, so I'll make sure that I send you the calendar. Um, the, 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 January 4th, the, no, the one on January 14th is in Atlanta at the Epicenter. Oh. Yes, so the first one, the opening of the year is on January 14th, which is Georgia, and then we move on. Georgia always get the show first. <laughs> In my hometown, Georgia always get the show first, girl. <laughs> oh, okay, then I heard that wrong. Okay, well, definitely send me the information because I have a women's group and I love to share it with them, you know, and we can yes, do it as a, as a group because we need to be there. We need to be, you know, together and hear those things. But definitely, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. You are much appreciated. And let's stay in touch, even through email. We don't got it. Girl, we friends now. It's over with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go follow you and everything. But I appreciate you, really. I mean, yes. this, this conversation it was really deep. It was much needed. You gave me advice and drop gems, and I'm all into it because I'm all about self empowerment and self love, and just you know trying to trying to stay positive in with everything going on in the world. So I needed to hear that. I appreciate you. Are you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, have a happy Wednesday. Be blessed and continue your journey over there and go ahead and, and you know, go back to work because I know you're busy. <laughs> you have a better one, my love. Be blessed, okay? All right. Have a good one.